0: Hey girl, hey, good morning. I hope that you're having an awesome start to your day. Thank you so much for plugging in to Refine and Shine with Amber. What I wanna talk to you about today is something that I actually shared in a free group that I held online with some girls, and I think it's applicable for every single human being, no matter where you're at, no matter what your age is, no matter what's going on in your life, what your career is, this is important. Are you ready? Wait a minute, I'm ready? Okay, so (laughs) what we're gonna talk about is breaking the cycle and creating strong habits. So I actually did a little bit of research on this and I found the top five things that someone must do in order to create sustainable habitual habits. So the first thing is micro quotas and macro quotas goals. So I like to think of this obviously as your short-term and long-term goals. What I see too often is someone who will start trying to create a habit, especially when it comes to health and fitness, because that's my room. That's what I'm passionate about. Um, But they will try to create this habit and they will have only one of these. So maybe someone is focused on a long-term goal. Well, they easily become defeated, lethargic, and give up or Whatever, because they're so focused on the long-term goal and they feel like it's so far out of reach. But on the contrary to that, you have other people who are just so focused on the short-term goals, so it's much easier and they reach the short-term goal so much faster that once they accomplish it, they don't have a long-term goal in sight, so they quit, right? They're like, oh, well, I've already accomplished my goal, so let's just put an end to it here. No, in order for you to actually make a habit, a lifelong habit, you have to have both. You need to have the short-term, you need to have the long-term goals, and you need to write them down, you need to like literally have them ingrained in your mind, you need to know them from the inside out. Okay, number two is behavior change. So, It is so important for people to create necessary behaviors. And so, for example, for me, when I first started my own health and fitness journey, yes, I'm going to talk about health and fitness a lot, but you can think about any habits that you're trying to create. Um, But when I started my health and fitness journey, I was a teacher and I was so busy with life that I did not want to work out when I got home from work, when I came home from meetings after work. I usually had like grad school class or had to do extra things with being a yearbook advisor. I was not in a mood where I felt like I had the energy to work out after work. So I made myself get up an hour earlier to work out in the morning and I made myself become a morning person. But some of those behavior chains that I created were I slept in my workout clothes. And I know that to some people, that sounds really silly. I actually had people make fun of me for that. Whatever. Cool. Peace out. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, But I slept in my workout clothes because when I woke up in the morning, it literally put it in my head like, okay, I'm already in this attire. I need to go work out. I need to go sweat. Instead of waking up in like really comfortable pajamas and just like wanting to continue hitting that snooze button, which by the way, I did sit my phone like across the room so that I didn't continue hitting the snooze button. It made me get out of bed and go turn it off. And then I'm already out of bed. So I just have to get up in those workout clothes that I'm already wearing. In addition to that, I also had my unicorn crack, which is my all natural pre-workout made for me in the fridge. So the night before I would have all of it ready to go. My, um, Shakes, my pre-workout, like I would have it already made and ready to go in the fridge. So that way when I woke up in the morning it wasn't a thought in my head. Like I didn't think, oh my gosh, I have to go prepare all of this and get it ready. I'm too tired. No girl. That stuff is waiting for you on the fridge. So get your booty out of bed and go get to work. So just knowing like those behaviors that you need to make um necessary and like creating those chains to create success in the habits that you're trying to make. Okay, number three is eliminating excessive options. All right. A big one when it comes down to this is don't have other options of what to do instead of the habit that you're trying to make. Okay. So for example, like one of the things that I've tried to do on my health and fitness journey is to not drink a whole lot because I used to drink more than enough. Um, and so I would not allow myself to go to places with friends where I would be tempted to drink. So, for example, if friends ask me to go hang out, hey, girl, we're all going to go to the bar tonight and have a couple of beers or a couple of drinks. Like, no, girl, I'm totally good. But would you want to go, like, get orange leaf this Sunday? Because I love (laughs) froyo. So, like, my friends... My true friends quickly learned that if they wanted to spend time with me, that they were going to respect my choice in making that new habit and making that new lifestyle that they were going to support me in going and getting froyo or going on a shopping date or whatever it might be instead of we're going to go out and get drinks this weekend um so just knowing that like it's okay to eliminate those excessive options, and you know going back to the health and fitness journey like. If you are somebody who wants to work out in the evening, don't come home from work and turn on Netflix. Like, you're setting yourself up for failure. Because if you turn on Netflix, you're going to start watching a show. You're going to get really into it. And guess what? Your workout, yeah, that just went out the window. The next thing you know, it's time for bed and you still haven't worked out and you're too tired to do it. So, again, don't allow yourself to just like fall short of your goals and don't allow yourself to just like give into those excessive options. Okay, number four, it's processing a plan but not fantasizing. Whoo, a huge example that I have for this one, especially in the health and fitness realm. I see so many people who will start a journey or start a new habit or whatever it might be. And they're so excited. They're so pumped up. They have all of this motivation. But guess what happens when that starts to die down? When the excitement, when the newness, when the motivation is just like not there? Most people give up. Most people quit in working on that new habit or that new journey or whatever it is that they were trying to make a successful, sustainable change in their life because they were so focused on fantasizing about the motivation, about the excitement, about the newness, instead of allowing themselves to take a step back and realize, you know what? Motivation is not real excitement is not gonna be here every day you're not gonna wake up every day like yes i'm gonna go stop smoking cigarettes yes i'm gonna go i don't know walk every day with my dog like you're not gonna be excited every time that you are trying to create a new habit but you know what will always be there a plan if you create one You have to create a plan. You have to create the necessary, all of these steps that I've been through with you already. You have to create these and you have to allow yourself to process it and know what is real versus fantasy. And you have to allow yourself to accept both, but focus more on the realism. Okay. And the last step, number five, is eliminate, I love the way this is stated, eliminate the all screw Alright, so guess what? There are going to be so many times, probably many days, when there are things or people or surroundings or whatever that are going to come into play and it is going to test you. I like to say that this is the universe testing you on how bad you actually want it. I remember in the beginning when I was trying to start my new health and fitness journey, And don't get me wrong, like I had tried other health and fitness rooms before, but nothing worked until what I've been doing for over two years now. But in the beginning of this two year journey, I went to a family get together and one of the family members actually took a plate of cookies. By the way, I used to be obsessed with sweets. Anytime you put cookies, brownies, ice cream, whatever in front of me, like there were like there was no holding back, no limitations, but don't get me wrong. I still treat myself when I need to treat myself, but I have now trained myself to make it a habit to know how to nutritionally fuel my body. Okay. Wow. I just got on a rant there. But my point is one of the family members took a plate of cookies and slid it across the table and put it right in my face, obviously testing me. I did not, I did not allow myself to give into that because I knew reality wise, if I said, I'll screw it, I'm just going to eat a cookie It didn't matter if I ate one cookie or the entire plate. It was a test for me, for my mind, in a reality versus a fantasy world. Fantasy world, you can work out. This is my old self. (laughs) Fantasy world, you can work out several times a day. Go ahead and add a couple of hours and go eat whatever the heck you want, girl. Realistic world, you need to be doing what it takes to learn your body, train your body, and fuel your body right. Okay. It applies to any habit you're trying to create, no matter what it is. So I hope that these tips have helped you. I hope that somehow you are going to be able to really get yourself real and apply this to the habits that you're trying to make in your life and go freaking crush it. Have an awesome day.